In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We consecrate this teaching tonight, like always, to our Most Holy Mother, and as one with her, the Holy Spirit. And we pray tonight, our Blessed Mother, that you continue to form God's little mustard seed with the virtue of courage the courage that brings us to be obedient to God's holy will. Amen. Amen. So tonight's topic is courage and fear. And from the message the Lord gave us last week from January 9th, 2023, We're going to focus tonight on just a few sentences from that message. And these are the words we will focus on tonight. The Lord taught us, courage is the act of obedience to my will. Obedience is always lived through the yes that requires courage and moves through the many fears all humans have. I manifested my obedience to the Father as I move through my fears with the courage of perfect love. Therefore, courage, obedience, and fear are interwoven. Courage means being able to overcome fear to pursue the greater good. This is the opposite of being fearless. For the fearless person can never be brave. St. Thomas Aquinas holds that courage is not the absence of fear. Rather, it is the ability to overcome fear. It is the strength of character to persevere in doing the right things despite being afraid. That's important. So when we're courageous, we, you, we always have fear. That's important because many people think you don't have fear and then you can have courage, but it's actually the opposite. Jesus teaches us how he lived in perfect love and obedience to his father's will by moving through his fears with courage. That's why he said to us January 9th, I manifested my obedience to the father as I move through my fears with the courage of perfect love. In Matthew chapter 26, verse 39, Again, we see Jesus's courage. He says, my father, if it be possible, 
Let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And Catherine Emmerich, in the book, The Dolores Passion of Our Lord Jesus Christ, writes these words I have shared with you before, but I will share them again because I think they're so important, especially for these times in the church and world that we're living. She wrote in the book, when our Redeemer on Mount Olivet was pleased to experience and overcome that violent repugnance of human nature to suffering and death, which constitutes a portion of all sufferings, the tempter was permitted to do to him what he does to all men who desire to sacrifice themselves in a holy cause. A succession of new and terrifying visions were presented before his eyes. And that feeling of doubt and anxiety, which a man on the point of making some great sacrifice always experiences, arose in the soul of our Lord as he asked himself the tremendous question. And what good will result from this sacrifice? My community, this is important because when we're called to follow God's will, we're going to have to move through many emotions, which is what our Lord is now purifying in the second nail of crucifixion. The Lord had fear. He struggled with doubt, anxiety, perfect love moved through all of this. I had to ask myself as I was pondering these words. I was thinking of Jack in our community when during the pandemic, He and his wife, Amy, made the decision not to get vaccinated. And Jack is supporting a family of eight children. Jack must have struggled with this question, too. And what good will result from this sacrifice? The simplest thing for us sometimes, the courage to give out the book of the messages the Lord gave us, how easy it is to say, what good will result from giving this out to this person to not have the courage to do it? My community, this question will always come into our hearts as we're confronted with a great sacrifice and even a small sacrifice to do the will of God. Therefore, in order to grow in the virtue of courage, we have 
to be attentive to our hearts, to know our fears. This is self-knowledge. The Latin root for the word courage is core, which refers to the heart, a symbol of love. Courage without love is simply not courage. In 1 John 4.18, it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and he who fears is not perfected in love. It is, my community, more and more the intimacy of our relationship with our beloved Jesus Christ, this love relationship, a burning fire of love in our hearts for Christ, for Ava, our Father, for the Holy Spirit, that moves us through our fears to be obedient to God's will. Through the simple path, Jesus brings us into our hearts to discover ourselves and Christ. In the second nail of crucifixion, he makes us attentive to our emotions. Fear is one of our emotions. Therefore, in order to have courage, we must know our fears. As long as our fears remain hidden from us, Satan will control and oppress us through them. It is only when we come face to face with our fears and process them, gazing at Jesus, that they cease to paralyze us. Facing our wounds, disorders, desires, lies, sin patterns, attachments, and emotions is the first level of courage. The Lord said to us, the gaze of my mercy is a two-edged sword cutting through the darkness of sin in every human heart. The gaze of mercy is the penetrating love of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It reveals all that is hidden that must come to the light of your consciousness. This is how a soul is made pure. And the purer we are, the greater our capacity to love God and others. To grow in perfect love, which is filial love, we must allow the sword of the spirit to penetrate our hearts and expose our true selves. Only then can we be courageous and obedient. The Lord, in 2021, spoke to us during the pandemic about fear. He said to us, 
Fear in the hearts of the multitude has come to light. The fear, excuse me, this fear reveals the lack of love for me in the hearts of the vast majority of souls. A love rooted in humility, intimacy, purity, abandonment, trust, and selflessness. Therefore, the thief came unexpectedly and was able to enter their homes, meaning hearts, and darken their souls not to recognize the signs of the times. Of the cardinal virtues, St. Thomas Aquinas stresses the importance of courage. Without courage, we cannot be consistently moral or good. We can succumb to our many fears, the fear of being judged, misunderstood, losing our reputation, fired, lonely, abandoned, hurt or injured, or even the fear of being killed. The Lord asked us an important question in a message from 2-24-2011. He said, will you continue to love and be faithful to my mission when you are persecuted and misunderstood many times by those closest to you? A few months later, in 2011, he asked us more questions to make us aware of the courage we will need to follow him and remain faithful to the mission he has given us. He asked us, will you be my follower? Will you remain united to your love crucified till the end? Will you continue to abandon all your plans, desires, and life to trust completely in me? Will you allow me to make you one with the victim of love? Misunderstood, condemned, ridiculed, rejected, betrayed, humiliated. Preach victimhood in me with all the passion of your heart and do not be afraid to be misunderstood by many. Back then, my community 11 years ago, the Lord was telling us we will be misunderstood when we preach victimhood. And therefore, all our fears about being misunderstood, if we can't move through them, we can't be courageous. We can't be obedient to his will. The Lord has been forming us in obedience and courage from the beginning. 
He continuously has told us that we will have to confront being misunderstood, rejected, and ridiculed. In 2012, he said, as my prophet of these times, you are called to live as one with me, my interior crucifixion, the martyrdom of my precious heart. As you speak my words with zeal and conviction, you will be misunderstood, ridiculed, mocked, rejected, betrayed. The fury and anger of Satan will be unleashed towards you and love crucified. Listen carefully, my community. Will you persevere in love? Will you persevere in humility and tenderness or will you forsake me? My precious community, when you get this teaching, ponder those words in the depths of your hearts. They're important questions from our Lord to each of us. In the article entitled, With Courage, Our Moral Convictions Become Moral Actions. It states, what distinguishes courageous people is not necessarily their beliefs, but their willingness to act on their beliefs in the face of opposition, ridicule, danger, and fear. Being afraid is part of the human condition. Courage enables us to translate our moral convictions into action, despite being afraid. Our Lord explains it clearly when he says, Courage is the act of obedience to my will. Obedience is always lived through the yes that requires courage. And moves through the many fears all humans have. Courage then is the act of obedience to God's will. So we have to ask the question I began last week. What is God's will for every mother of the cross and missionary of the cross that requires courage? And I'm going to mention to you four areas of the mission that we are going to need courage. In the notes, I have a lot more of the messages from the Lord, but because of time, I'm only going to mention very few of them. The first one, we are called as, we are called as prophets to be his voice. Every mother of the cross and missionary of the cross in this community, we are prophets. And we have the responsibility to proclaim the voice God has given us and has formed us through. In 2011, he said to us, You must be willing to be my prophets for these times. He's speaking to all of us, not just me. He went on to say, 
You must be the voice in the wilderness preparing the path for my mother. You must extend the carpet of victim souls. In March 2nd, 2022, he first asked me to read Jeremiah 42, and then he said, You will gather my words and publish them with the title, God's hidden victim souls are his army for the great battle that has begun. This book will then be distributed for free to all people. My community of love crucified must do all in their power to spread the message of this book. My words will reach the simple and humble of heart. Now is the time for my words to be known. My community. That was in 2022 last year, and we put the book together. Well, I had a lot to learn this Christmas. The Lord began to teach me as I watched Father Ron give the book of messages out to just about everybody. He took the books with him to the hospital when he was there for Christmas. He would speak to all people, doctors, nurses, nurses, aides, friends that came. And he had the book always ready to give out. Then my sister Elena came to me and said, Lourdes, this year I'm giving to all my family our newest book, regardless of what they might think. Oh, boy. Did the Lord have a lot to teach me, your spiritual mother? I went before the Lord and I had to confront myself. I've had this book sitting in my house for months. And I hardly had given it to anybody. Hardly anybody in my own family. And therefore came the big W question, the why. (laughs) It's only when we confront ourselves and ask why do we ever get answers. And I had to look at the Lord and say, why have I not shared this book with my children, with my sisters, my parents? And the question was, I mean, the answer was fear, especially with my own family. I feared being misunderstood. I feared the family behind my back speaking about me. I had all these fears. And at that moment, the moment I looked at my fears, the moment they came into the light of my consciousness, then... I had the courage to move through my fears before the Lord in the blessed sacrament. I wrote everyone in my family a Christmas letter explaining the messages of the book, a letter from the depth of my heart. 
And this Christmas, I hand it to everyone in my family. I have a very large family. All my children, my daughters-in-laws, my sisters, my brothers, and some of my nieces are book. So, yes, Lourdes has to move through a lot of fears, too, to have the courage of what God is asking me to do. So we move on to point two of our mission. We are called to live and teach the simple path with courage. The Lord said to us in 2012, this was a message to the community of Love Crucified. He said, complete my path. And as my heralds of hope, teach it from the housetops. This is your mission. Respond with great zeal and courage of heart as my warriors of love for these decisive times. The third point. God's will is for us to persevere with courage, living as his hidden victim souls, believing we are saving countless souls and preparing the way for the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary and the new Pentecost with the Eucharistic reign of Jesus. In 2017, the Lord said, respond by suffering all with me in my sacrifice of love. Respond with courage and zeal believing that God has chosen you to participate in the triumph of my crucified love to save the world. Do we have the courage daily, my family, to choose? It takes great courage to choose to suffer all with Christ. It takes great courage to work through our many fears, our many disorders, our many resentments, our many wounds, to choose to love daily the most difficult people in our lives. It takes courage to believe that so many times when we do not see any results, to believe that this continuous daily work is saving the world. That's courage. And finally, point number four. God's will is for us to suffer courageously as his warriors during the time of great destruction. Last year, 2022, the Lord said, this was to the community of love crucified to each of us. My little one, the world is about to be shaken to its core. My people will be wailing and in distress. Will you, my community, my people, remain faithful to me? Or will you abandon me too? 
I have formed you to be my warriors for these times. I have formed you in my sacred heart to trust me when the multitudes enter distress. Keep your eyes on me as Mary did. Be ready to suffer as one with me with courage and in peace because you have come to know me and believe in the triumph of my cross. The pandemic was the first wave. When we're suffering economic distress, when we're suffering destruction, will we have the courage to remember all that the Lord has taught us and said to us and remain in his peace, gazing at him as Mary did when the passion began, believing that from this time of destruction is going to come the new dawn for the world and the church. He goes on to say, be ready for the time for for the time of destruction that must come for the salvation of the world. Notice the love of God. His justice is to save the world. Because at this point, if the justice of God does not touch the world, the world will destroy itself. And God loves us so much, he will not permit that. He goes on to say, receive my words as your source of strength and consolation during this most difficult time. I will remain faithful to each of you. Trust in all that I have spoken to you. Remain in my peace through silence and prayer. Continue praying intensely for the salvation of countless souls. Your prayers are saving souls. Thank you for responding to my call. Your reward will be great in heaven. My community, that is why we need to pray and ponder deeply the words the Lord speaks to us. Because they're going to be a source of great strength when we are in a difficult situation. And finally, I end with Pope John Paul II. On October 22nd, 1978, our beloved John Paul II said, Be not afraid in St. Peter's Square. In his book, Crossing the Threshold of Hope, he explains his exhortation. He says, It was an exhortation, meaning be not afraid, addressed to all people. An exhortation to conquer fear in the present world situation. Have no fear of that which you yourselves have created. Have no fear of all that man has produced. And that every day 
is becoming more dangerous for him. Finally, have no fear of yourselves. Why should we have no fear? John Paul II asked. And he answered, because man has been redeemed by God. In the redemption, we find the most profound basis for the words, be not afraid. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. This son is always present in the history of humanity as redeemer. The power of Christ's cross and resurrection is greater than any evil which man could or should fear. And therefore, I end with the question our Lord gave us in 2019 that echoes the words of John Paul II. Jesus asked us, do you think that my death and resurrection was useless and powerless? No, my little one, I am making all things new. Amen. For more information on the path to union with God, please visit the Love Crucified community website at www.lovecrucified.com. God bless you.